Um, I did die once. You murdered yourself? No, on stage several times. Wait, what? No, I actually, I I died. Like officially was no heartbeat, no breathing, and was revived and brought back to life. How long were you dead? I I don't know. So you're a zombie. I'm sitting here talking to a zombie. Yes, that's why I need the makeup. You're riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Harland Williams. Yep, here we are. Now, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are right here on the Harland Highway and... uh, Extra special. Can I call you Juicy? Can you be a Juicy guest? I would love to be Juicy. Really? Yeah. Extra special Juicy guest. Comedian, television producer, writer, Lisa Alvarado. Yeah. How would I say it with the little Spanish flick, though? I know know I'm not supposed to, but... No, roll the R. Roll it? Alvarado. Can you do that with your tongue? I'm not a woodpecker, so no, I can't. I mean, that sounded like a wild woodpecker, actually, and I can get specific, pecking its face into a birch tree in northern Canada. That's how specific your was. That was that's a quiet one, though. Yeah, but I don't need to be, you know, doing a jackhammer sound to say someone's name. No, but it's uh, sexier if you do it that way. Lisa Alvarez. See, you got it. I feel like we're a couple of rattlesnakes on a hot Arizona <laughs> yeah, you night. You gotta shake your butt when you do it. That that's wasn't bit, your that's butt. Very Latino. That was not that, your butt. That's what true. I just saw. That's Holy. True. Do that again, and I'll roll the R. Ready? <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> Um, how are you, Sun Sparkles? <laughs> I'm good. I am good. You I are? I love these nicknames. I know. Can I call you Sparky? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Does it mean anything? Um, sparky. No. You're sparkly. Yeah, but you're Sun Sparkly. Oh, I'm a little bit. Yeah, I'm more. You I got, sparkle more, but it's makeup. No, you, got, you look great. You have beautiful earrings. Tell me about the earring process. Most of the guys watching... And I don't even know what I'm asking, but what's the, what's the earring process? How does a woman single out the earrings? What determines the size of the hoop, the dingle of the yeah, dangle, the wingle of the wongle, the bingle-dee-bungle-dee-fungle-dee-bungle? There's a lot of theories. You know what? Okay. I think that some guys think that the bigger the hoop, the crazier the girl. So oh. these are pretty big, but they're not touching my shoulder crazy. So, oh, yeah. Are there so some that like big? they're like on mid-range crazy, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, and also ethnicity. If you're if you're Latina, if you're black women, wear really huge hoops too. Oh my God! I yeah. saw a woman with hoops like almost touching her shoulder. Yeah. I was out walking the other day, uh-huh. and I threw a football through one of them. Yeah, and I want a stuffed uh, animal. I want a little <laughs> panda bear. Did you? Yeah, I just put it right through the hoop, and I want to. She had a bunch of prizes in her shirt. <laughs> did she scratch her eyes out? No, no. she, she did it. She, she was happy to give me a prize. <laughs> You're going to hang hoops. I'm gonna, it's like if you wear a balloon on your what? face, I'm going to throw a dart in your face. That's. I want the prize, baby. <laughs> You're going to get it, I'm like, sure. Daddy's got carnival on the mind. Look, and these for Latinas, Whoa. these earrings, they also double for birth control. You know, like a Nuva ring. So what? In, like a, a, in a pinch. So you could stick that? Yeah. And kill spermies? Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, now I'm going to look at women with <laughs> earrings and just think, oh, I <laughs> love your sperm killers. Yes. 
Why not? Oh, God. I know. We come equipped. The next black tie affair I go to, and I go to many. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't you look elegant tonight, Mrs. Daniels? Where did you get those golden sperm killers? (laughs) Thanks a lot. I know. Well, you asked. I know, but I thought it would be like, oh, well, I have a jewelry box that was passed down from my great-grandmother, and depending on the month of the day, I like to remember her, and instead I get, like, spermicide head. Yes, that's me. I have to worry about these things. I'm an empty nester. I don't want any more. So we went from sun (laughs) sparkle to spermicide head (laughs) in less than a minute. I like it. I like where it's going. I can't give you like, that's kind of a graphic nickname. Yeah. And now I feel bad. So now you got to give me sort of a A a bluish sort of nickname. Let me see. Do you have chest hair? Let's go with that Not many. I've I've got about seven. You got seven. And two of them are plugs. (laughs) Yeah. Doing them are plugs. I I think I could see the plugs because they're not great. They're red, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was going to call you hairy chest. I wasn't sure if you're, but they're not. It's but not that's that. not derog. That's not sort of like in mean this or day bo- and age. Don't you think? What do you mean? I love a hairy chest, but there's so many women that do not. Oh, really? Like a hairy chest. Why? Why? Why do you love a hairy chest? Because it just looks like a man. You know what I mean? Like all these guys are all shaven and oh. stuff and, and stubbly. It's just I don't like it. Oh, like the cut bodybuilder dude. Yeah, is like yeah, totally yeah. smooth. Yeah, but even if they're not ripped and they shave their, a lot really? of guys shave their chest now, and I I don't like it. I'm one of the few oh. women that actually likes a hairy chest, so that's not enough. Okay, for me. so we'll have to paste some more on there. Well, I'll get some more plugs done. Trust <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, I'm heading over to the plug shop right after this podcast. <laughs> podcast. And plug day is what this is. Yeah. Okay, but I got to know, because I've never run my hand through a hairy chest, what is that sensation like and what's going through your head when you're rubbing rubbing your fingers through a hairy chest, a Robin um, Williams-like chest? Well, okay, there's degrees. Like, you, if it stays to the front of the body, that's pretty sexy. When it starts to migrate... To the neck yeah. area and all oh, down the back, yeah. Then that's excessive. So if yeah. it's like in between, so you need a few more plugs. Yeah. But like the yeah. perfect chest hair is not crazy, where you can't, where you get your fingers in it and you're not yeah. reaching skin. Yeah. And you've been in there for five minutes and you're still not reaching skin. It's yeah. too much. Okay. It's too much. You don't want you don't want to be rolling around with like Teen Wolf. Yeah. No. Does do you ever sniff it? Does it stink? <laughs> Do I sniff it? Well, I mean, if you, a lot uh, of people, it's about senses, right? So if you're going to stick your fingers in it, why won't you bury your face deep in the forest and take a big true. pine tree sniff? Or what that's does it smell true. like? Um, hopefully, oil? it smells good. Cleavage oil. <laughs> no, I think that's what I have. Oh, really? On a hot day. On a hot yeah. day. Every woman. Oil. Yeah. Cleavage soup. Yes, it is soupy down there. Really? Does yeah, it? You, it sucks. you accumulate moisture in your cleavage? Oh yeah. Don't like, you? Well, no, I got hair to absorb it. I got seven. <laughs> you only have seven of yeah, them. That they, doesn't, that's they, not going to absorb suck much. It up. It's enough. It's, it's enough, enough for me. It's enough to wrap them around the boobs. <laughs> I, I do corn rolls. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You should slip yeah. them down with some gel during summer. But wait, how much water? This isn't. See, this is another new revelation. First, I get the earrings. Now, yeah. you can accumulate water oh yeah in your cleavage yeah women in summertime we have our bras are usually wet they're like they're like wet pads if you will yeah. like it's it's just holding up 
apparatus and it's just wet underneath because you got that fold under the boob. Oh, it's underneath the yeah, moisture. Usually. I thought it was down in the valley. Well, I but mean, it's under the boulders. All kinds of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's under the boulders. It's under the melons. The melons and the boulders. Wow. Yeah. yeah, kiwi, whatever you got. You know what's cool about this though? Have you ever watched these these TV shows? Uh, I shouldn't be alive, or I survive. You know, on the Discovery Channel, people that get lost in the desert or in the jungle. No. And they have to drink their own pee. And <laughs> oh, they... that stuff. That's yeah. such a guy thing to watch. I that... know, but. If women just don't, we don't concern ourselves with that. And you know why you don't concern? Because because you have reservoirs of drinkable water under the boulders. <laughs> I See, this is what I didn't know. Your bra absorbs into the yes. cloth yeah. that succulent moisture, that yeah. teat moisture is what they, <laughs> they call it, teats. Yeah, it's teat sweat. It's t- and, and you can you could wring that out and, and drink and survive. You know, I've never been put in that situation, but I'm excited now because i didn't even think of it that way you can thank me next time you're in a helicopter crash or your plane goes down i'm i'm ex- i'm gonna thank you right now yeah and why wait well then let's hear it <laughs> thank you harlan i didn't know that i could drink my bra sweat like i i just thought it was a nuisance well there's since a lot you're of thanking sodium me. and yeah you're very vitamin. welcome <laughs> <laughs> i was a mom so i used to have the real stuff you know you, uh, what do you mean you were a mom? Well, I, I'm done now. Oh, oh, oh. How He's old? He's out of the house. Is he? Are you yeah. happy as hell? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Really? Did you I kicked him out, it sounds it. like. Pretty much, yeah. You did, did you, it sounds it like was, you might have duct enough. taped him and dragged him out of the house. Pretty much, yeah. And I only oh, had God. one. I'm terrible. How old was he when you uh, abducted, when you got him out of the house? <laughs> abducted him? Yeah. <laughs> um, he left for college at 18 and kind of stayed wow. with my mom here and there, but mostly he, he stayed on campus. And so it was, he was a drivable distance. He went to CSUN. So it was, so it you, was drivable. It was 45 minutes. So you had place. none of that, oh, the birdies left the nest syndrome? No, I definitely missed him, but it was fantastic finally i've been a single mom the entire time so being pregnant oh. in your teenage years i never got the party years i never got the travel oh, over okay so now that he now left i'm like earrings. Woo-hoo! Yeah. yes yeah, exactly okay. the yeah. earrings i can yeah. do it all now i can suck on my bra there's all sorts of things harlan wow i'm learning life begins for you today <laughs> this wow this is amazing <laughs> and got, I'm done, and I and I get to someday yeah. hopefully have grandkids, and yeah. I am not afraid of that. I'm actually really excited. People are like, "You're going to be a grandma soon." I'm like, "I hope so." Oh wow! Because it's the best part of being yeah. a, like you did all the really hard stuff. Then you get to cradle this little baby and give it back. That's right. That's, if I could give my son back every time I got pissed or tired or worn out, that yeah. that would be the best parenting. Just give him back. No, but. So this, I can't wait. Wait, so what was the hardest part of having a kid? Like, what what was the toughest? All of it. Oh, my gosh. I, just, I think doing it alone, it's just the exhaustion. Oh, the, yeah. Like, the, you can't go, here, you take them for an hour. I need a break. There's none of that. There's just you over and over and over. So if tired, hungry, crabby, not sleeping, sick, that's all you. Did I say two words? No. <laughs> yes, it's your podcast. Jolly Jumper. Jolly Jumper? Yes. Yeah. Those little jumpy things? Mm-hmm. Is that like the swing in the bedroom? No, you hang it in a door frame. 
and it's on like like springs, <laughs> and you sit the kid in it, and he jumps up and down, he bounces up and down, and then if yeah. he's a brat, if he won't stop screaming, you grab him by the legs, pull him backwards, and shoot him across the street to the neighbor's house. That sounds awesome. You You've never that? heard of Jolly Jumper? See, yeah. that's... Isn't that the thing that made the kid's legs go numb? <laughs> Probably. I think that's called umbilical cord asphyxiation <laughs> is what that is. Yeah. Maybe. It also made their legs go blue. Yeah, I didn't have his cord cut until he was like 14. You left the umbilical cord on until he was did. 14? I did. You know how parents have those ropes? Yeah. I just, I just kept him on the let him around on meat. Yes. Wow. Yeah, because then I could feed him while I'm eating. Yeah, you so could much. just plug into to, yourself. I didn't have to cook. Yeah, so. you didn't even have to prepare him. Just plug him in and let him start suckling on your juices the way he did in old Womb Town. <laughs> Womb town. Could you feel them? That's one thing I'm jealous about as a dude, to not ever know what it feels like to have a human baby. And I'll, I'll, I'll preface that by saying I did go for an ultrasound once because I was having cramps. And to my surprise, I had, I didn't have a human baby, but I had 12 golden retriever puppies. Aww, yeah, and I, I could see that. I gave them all to friends, and uh, they loved it. It was a great Christmas. Aww. They all, some of them, still have the puppies. And but did you cry when you had to give them away? I didn't cry because they were uh, they were a lot of work. I they, mean, you had they one. Are. I had, I know. I had you a had litter. Oh. I had a litter. Yeah, that's crazy. But what, and you what? only have two nipples. That must have been hard. Well, you haven't seen me with the shirt <laughs> off. <laughs> so There's a reason like why 13. I don't have more no hair. Wonder, yeah, I've got they... two lines of teeth. <laughs> Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, you should. You know, how people breastfeed out in public. Yeah. People would get so mad at me because I'd rip the shirt off on the subway mm -hmm. and I'd have like, you know, six on each side just yeah. suckling my teats right on the subway. And they, hey, you shouldn't be breastfeeding in public. And I'm like, screw you. They're growing puppies. And, you know, just. They need nourishment. They need their milk. They got to go. They got to go hunting for ducks when they get older. <laughs> I'm sure that was so. You should just have like covered them a little bit with it. Like no, a, just, I'm no? a proud mother, just, father. Like, you know what I did? The guy on the subway that, that gave me a hard time when I got off. You know how the subway doors closed? Yeah. I had the puppies under the arms, and just as the doors were closing, I turned around, stuck my teeth. In the door, the door closed, squished, squirted neck. the guy, oh. six streams of puppy milk going right <laughs> in all over him. It was unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. And he was wasn't that, wearing earrings. Was it on the news? No, it was on him. Yeah. <laughs> milk. I, I want some of that. You'll get some. Just behave yourself. Okay, well, yeah. I'm a guest on the podcast. Now you're going to get some. Glass. You're going to get uh, some chest hairs and puppy milk. <laughs> But wait, describe to me and the boys watching and the ladies that haven't had uh -huh. a, a human infant child inside of them. Like, what's it feel like? Was yours a kicker? Did yours do cartwheels? Did he do any Cirque du Soleil bullshit? Was he? Yeah, he he was really active, especially around, oh. I'd say, four to six months, you know? That's Why then? I, I don't know. I think that they get... They get so big in the womb around eight months, seven oh. months, eight months, that it's harder for them to move around. And so you'll just feel like you'll see a hand just kind of come out the side of your stomach and stuff oh, like that. Wow. You're hoping it's a hand. I mean, I had a son, so. It's so Freddy Krueger. <laughs> the claws. Right. Exactly. Exactly. How sweet. Fresh meat. Yeah. Oh, God. Were you ever <laughs> terrified? Like so you wake up in the middle of the night and your eyes open and they're just a... 
there's a hand coming up like out of your stomach. That's uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I I loved it, but oh. at times you couldn't. There were position positions you couldn't be in. Like you couldn't go on your side because your stomach was so heavy. Yeah. After a while, and, and then slide off kicking. the bed. And then you know what's weird Ooh. is because they're in your stomach area when they get bigger they get pushed up into your ribs sometimes so he would kick and i'd be like oh motherfucker that's my rib what'd you call your boy (laughs) yeah what yeah what'd you call him he was a mofo before he was even out into the world yes of course oh harsh i i can't help i'm I'm surprised he didn't leave home like as soon as he came out of you i kept asking him to he just popped out and he's like you calling me a motherfucker (laughs) late and then he tried to (laughs) run but it was like boring because you kept him on the umbilical Umbilical cord cord. you're like come back here little boy that's right yep come back wow can we just uh, can we agree on this to hate the, the the word womb or do you like it? Because I have real, no, I get queasy. I, I don't know why I get queasy saying womb. No, womb, vulva. They have oh, some weird words fallopian. for womb. Yeah. Fallopian sounds like, I, I picture like Dutch people in lederhosen skipping around flowers. <laughs> Super like the, accurate. The, the fallopian festival or something. I know. They have all sorts of like but why, what, weird. Where does womb come from? I don't know. It's like Inspector Clouseau. Do you have a womb? Womb. Do you have yeah. a womb? They're in the womb. Do I have a what? A womb. <laughs> a room? That's what I said. A womb. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I do remember. You did a good uh, Inspector Clouseau. Well, I didn't know. You have so many it. skills. I learned it in the womb. <laughs> I. Uh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have four sisters. Four sisters. And six puppies. Okay. Do yeah. they all have kids? Uh, two of them have kids. Okay. Did and you I, ever feel the belly when the I kid don't was remember. Kicking? I don't because I was I had moved. I had moved away down here because you're selfish. Okay. I'm selfish, and I didn't <laughs> want to be near the womb babies. <laughs> I know. But I, I think I have felt a stomach before. I think that's why I asked. It's it's such a surreal. It's like you remember in high school when you had a globe. Yeah. It's almost like feeling a globe, but someone's, one of the kids stuck gum in it and it won't turn. It just feels like that big round. It feels what? like I have my hand on a- India or Russia or Pakistan or a- Greenland, depending on where I touch the, the big bulge. Yes. Yeah, it is, it's a very weird experience. And then, and then, you know, childbirth is another totally weird experience. Crazy okay, let me experience. have a, I don't even know Is that why. alcohol? You're going to need no, alcohol. I don't know why I'm going down this road. I don't but why. You started this. <laughs> no, this next question, and I've never asked a woman this in my life, but since we're talking about childbirth and, and your little baby that you kicked out. Yeah. What's the deal with the water breaking, man? Like, I've heard that term. It's another term, womb, fallopian, and then the water breaking. Yeah. What the hell? I don't, do I need to know the answer to this? What is it? You know, it happened weird to me because oh. when I <laughs> see you asking, you're already I know, cringing. But we got, what? they want to know. Is, it's not this, me, them. These wait. freaks. Look at these freaks. Look at, this is look how at we were freaks. all born. Water sucking freaks. <laughs> Water breaking. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird because it happens differently for every woman that's pregnant. So yeah. some women have to go into the hospital and they're already having contractions and their water hasn't broken. So the doctor has to do it manually, which might be a little easier than being in public. And then it happens. But wait, back it up. So I hate to sound like such an idiot, but okay. what, 
the water is what? Is it it's, actually it's, water? It's it's actually clean, and it's it's just it looks like water. It's your your body accumulates like this little. It's like a cushion for the baby, like it's a water bef- bed. Yeah, it's just like a water bed. Spoiled. Yeah, I know, right? So when they're laying in, but now it's foam. They're laying on the on the yeah. So <laughs> what are the what are those 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 mattresses? <laughs> that's a foam pillow. Yeah, <laughs> and so the the baby's laying on a little. Yeah, it's like a it's like it's a, a is it encased it's like in a water, something? It's a water balloon, basically. Wow, so it's encased ruptures. in like a yes, like a it's encased in what skin or phlegm? I or? don't know. Maybe that's part that's of the a, placenta. A taco? What is it? It might be the placenta. Oh. Tacos, you're getting hotter. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it starts. <laughs> and, then, and then is it like you know how you know when when crocodiles come out of the egg, they they have that thing like they they call it the egg cutting tooth. They have a little, they have like a little <laughs> beak and they, they like use it to pierce the eggshell. Do the babies have a little like, yeah, that's like a how little, they come out. like a little claw on their yeah, nose they and they, beak. they puncture the, uh-huh. the water band? Yeah, that's why they don't have teeth. They lose all of their teeth because they're chewing yeah. their way through. Oh God. The how, did, how does it break though? Like, okay, what, so what the... I, I think that once your body starts contracting, yeah. it, it, it just knows to do that. Just how your body knows how to produce milk for when the baby's born. Like, you don't actually start to produce the milk, I don't think. Yeah. Um, it's not like I started producing milk at 15 and then I had them at 18. It's like, yeah. It's not like a phone it's app. Like it's right, like, yeah. Breast milk. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? But you got, yeah. the, you got the breast milk for the doggies. Yeah. So um, I went in for an exam, and it happened to be a Friday. And the doctor wanted me to have, he was such a jerk. He wanted me to have the baby over the weekend because he wasn't working that weekend. So when I went in, here I was a kid. I'm on the table. How old were you? 18. Oh, wow. Young mom. Yeah. He puts his whole hand up in there, turning the baby to um, make me start to go into contractions, go into labor early. So he wouldn't have to be, so he never delivered the baby. Are you telling me the doctor on call? A human man human or woman hand. can reach right up. Oh yeah, and position a child yeah, to like his he, likings. Yes, especially if the baby's breech, the? they can get their whole hand up there and start moving the baby, like moving the baby's head down. Good God! Yeah, it's horrible and it's very painful. I and, bet. Not um, only have you got a human being up there, now you got like. This much of a guy up there. Okay, I didn't say that much, but... How, much, how, much, how far is it <laughs> to know, baby I, land? I didn't measure, but I'm assuming it's just the hand. I mean, I would think, you know, baby. I'm not that tall. Baby land's probably at least that far, isn't it? What are you talking... Where do you think my uterus is? Up here? <laughs> well, <laughs> the wait. baby land is not... He, <laughs> he's grabbing onto almost his elbow. You said almost up into your ribs. So I'm thinking if you're starting at the Grand Canyon... <laughs> we should measure. And you're going up to baby land, it, it can't be that close. Well... I mean, it's the be at least starts here. I don't think he was the like... The what starts there? The uterus starts... Great band, by the way. Uterus starts here. <laughs> yeah. So I've what? seen them twice. You have? Yeah. Wow. Really good. Too oh, loud, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so he gets up, he turns... Yeah, he's like turning the, my son, making making sure that he is basically oh. getting me to, to get go into contractions early. So, so he um, can go golf. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So the next day... I was taking a shower, getting ready for work, and I was waitressing because I was oh, broke. Oh, God. His father wasn't really sticking around. I'm, I'm a kid, 
and I, um, the next day I'm showering, getting ready for work. And it, I was, had a towel wrapped around me. Thank God I was in my house still. I didn't leave for work and the water broke right there. And it just felt, I mean, not to be graphic, but it just feels like you're peeing on yourself because it's really warm. But then when I look down, it's totally clean and it doesn't smell. It's like baby water. It's purified water. How could a baby stink? It hasn't even been in the world yet. Yeah. Of course it's but clean. it's not it's not the baby, it's your it's your body's cushion for the child before it comes out into the world. And then so once that breaks, there can be complications if you don't get into it because that's protecting the baby. So even though I wasn't having contractions yet, wow. I had to go to the hospital because once your water breaks, that's step one. I wonder if the guy who owns MyPillow.com had like a, a MyPillow up under his baby. No, I think he had like, <laughs> I don't want to be political, but probably, I don't know, Satan holding him up in oh, there. Oh, wow. Okay, big difference. Yeah. yeah. Pillow, Satan, pillows. Okay. Yeah, pillow guy? Real, real yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, see, this is, and, and so it just comes out. And you got, and you went to work. You had to go to work. Please tell me you worked at an Olive Garden. No, what, what was the restaurant I, when um, you were waitressing? I was waitressing at this place because I'm from Chicago, so it was in the burbs of Chicago oh. called Al's Hideaway Lodge. It was Al Capone's, where he supposedly used to hide out with his gang. Al's Hideaway Lodge, also yeah. the Latin term for womb. Yes. Yeah. How did you know that? I'm a You're so I'm scholared and schooled. See, you like went the word. to Devry. You like the word womb. I don't. You've said it like 27 times. I know. <laughs> I wonder, yeah. It's too bad the belly button doesn't open from the inside because then you could have a womb with a view. <laughs> That's perfect. I like that. Too soon. No. All right, let's get off the the, 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 the <laughs> areas, right? Can we go back to the earrings and the makeup? What kind of foundation do you wear? Because I... I'm into Sephora. I'm wearing Kat Von D's Midnight Star Splash right now, and I just feel like it evens out my skin and that's tones why I, me out. Yeah, no, that's why I you tell? Sparky. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why. You could it's tell sparkly. I was wearing Kat Von D's Midnight Star Splash? Yeah, well, um, oh, wow. Sephora just had a sale, so I could totally tell. Oh, wow. That's Thank a good you. color. Thanks. I th- think it brings out my eyes. It goes with my fall colors. Speaking of makeup and looks, yeah. you had long hair the last time I saw you. That's right. What did you do with that rat tail that you cut off the back of your head? Because that was... I Well, during COVID, I grew my hair down to here. And it was a rat tail. It It looked like Kenny G was terminally ill on an island and caught SARS from a seagull. I hope you can put up a picture of that because... Well, What did you do with that thing? I'll tell you what happened. They have these things where you can donate your hair to sick people. Yeah. who have gone through radiation or chemotherapy. And yeah. I thought, well, let me do my part. And there was this person who needed like a artificial wig to replace their hair. And I felt so good about myself. And they put it on and they drove their car off a cliff. Yeah, they should have. And uh, so um, <laughs> they would have lasted longer had they just stuck with the leukemia. Right, exactly. Um, that thing, I was going to say, how could you be so mean as to give them your rat tail? You want to hear a funny story? So when I, when I, was, in, um, when I was starting out in mm-hmm. comedy, like the first three years or four mm-hmm. years, I had long, when my hair was brown, I had, it was even longer. It was like down to here. 
Down to your six teeth? It was, it was just brushed the tip of my six areolis. <laughs> and, uh, and I was moving. I was up in Toronto. I was up in Canada. And I knew I was making the move to Hollywood. Yeah. And I thought, man, I'm going to Hollywood and I'm doing stand-up. But like all of us, you hope that it parlays into acting, right? Right. You want it to segue you into acting and TV and movies. And I thought, yeah. I love my long hair. But I'm up here in Canada. At that time, there was no entertainment industry, hardly at all. Yeah. Like, there wasn't TV and movie opportunities. It was all in the States. So I thought, I don't want to limit my possibilities. So I'll cut my, my hair off. Mm -hmm. And so I put it in a big ponytail, and I cut it, and I had this big, long ponytail. Yeah. And at the same time, the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal, which is like the biggest comedy yeah. festival in the world, they opened a museum, a comedy museum. And so they wrote to all the comics that have participated in the festival. And I was fortunate enough to be, be part of that. And I've done it like 20 times since. But they yeah. said, do you have anything you want to donate that's personal that we could put in the museum? And I thought, well, I got what's more personal than my ponytail, you know, because the first time I did the festival and they televised it, I had the long hair. Right. So I remember I got a, I got a, a baggie, one of those, you know, the Ziploc baggies. Yeah. And I put my greasy ponytail in it yeah. and I mailed it. I mailed it to them thinking, oh, what a treasure. No one else would. Imagine if you had a lock of the Beatles hair or, or Pope John's hair. And now you get all of Harland Williams' magnificent flowing ponytail oh, oh my god I, I don't know what i was thinking you know because you have you have these grandiose notions that you're going to be the next brad pitt or somebody you yeah. have to that's yeah that's you gotta you gotta swing high right and so i sent this thing thinking oh what a what a gift for them yeah. and people going through the museum I'm oh so look lucky. at that ponytail and i, I you know I, I heard back from the head guy bruce hilsey he just went, yeah, that was a good joke. Yeah, we made sure we threw it, burned it, or something. I was just, I was so mortified. Like he totally <laughs> missed it, and I never said a word. That but anyways, was a great yeah, joke. that put my ego in 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 the place before I left for Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your foundation? What do you wear? If, um, if you want to tell, some people don't want. Some yeah, ladies don't tell their I, beauty secrets. I actually secrets. don't even remember what it's called. I'm not. Oh. I'm not a good. I know how to put makeup on, but I'm not good at like the names. I just oh. kind of grab. Can I guess? Because I'm, as you know, I'm. As You're you can an tell, expert. Yeah, you should guess. I think what you have on is um, Kat Von D's Summer Moon Dust. I have the same you're wearing. No, I have a Midnight Star Splash. Kat Von D's oh. from Sephora, her Sephora line. I can't keep Midnight it Star Splash, but you have Summer's Eve Moon Dust by Kat Von D. Summer's Dee. Eve is also. A douche. Yeah, yeah, thanks a yeah, lot. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you so far, you I mean, you me really look refreshed. <laughs> sperm head. Sperm head. <laughs> this is getting better and better, guys. Oh, <laughs> she puts douche on her face. That's what keeps her looking so young. Oh, yeah. You got to imagine that. You just douche your face. Yeah. Forget about facials. Forget about massages. Just, just douche it. I'm terrible at, like, I'm not the kind of girl that even really. I, I usually just fall asleep with my makeup on, and that's oh really? That's horrible for you. Is that a cardinal yeah, I don't sin? Care. I think it is. What does it do though? Does it just because I I've, don't wear that much? I've done it. Like I've done enough TV shows and movies. <laughs> yeah, that where you've. I'm a dude, so I'll come home from the set, and I did a couple of movies where I had to be a woman, so I came home like caked, and 
I just flop into bed. No one yeah. told me you have to do all this girly stuff. And I'd wake up in the morning and there'd be a, a, a face print on my pillow slip like I fell yep. asleep on the Shroud of Turin or something. Yeah. It's yeah. creepy. It's when I, I would only take my makeup off if I had to get rid of evidence. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if I want to kill like somebody, a like a dude. Yeah. Oh, like, really? Have you wanna, thought of murder? Oh, you, of course. Every woman thinks of, of murdering an ex. Of course. Like you it's like, we don't always do it. How many have you done though? I mean, just two. I'm working on hey, the third. This, but. No, this has been a really great time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa. <laughs> Call Alvarado. me one more name. Call well, me one we, more name. I would, but we really have to get going. Uh, wow. Do they really? Women want to just We fantasize about that stuff. It's really? crazy. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever plotted out the perfect murder scenario? In my mind, I think I have. Ooh, what is it? Yeah. I, I want to hear um, this. What would it be? It's, what? it's always very personal. Women don't go for general, big, showy, or like, we're never the serial killer. Yeah. Just one guy. Just yeah. that one guy that hurt us, that but, traded but us. But the, what's, the, what's your plan to do it and get away with it? Mm. Have you mapped out how it goes down? Well, I've been studying them, you know, like mm. Lorena, she's fantastic. And then you remember the uh, the woman that was the astronaut that drove across country oh, yeah. in a diaper? Remember that? In a diaper. That's the yeah. kind of commitment women have. When we decide we're going to do some shit, yeah. we commit. We'll put on a diaper. We'll do whatever we need to when do. You, when you murder in a diaper, that is committed. <laughs> that's, Maybe her water was about to break and yeah. she didn't want to well, leave any DNA. That's true. That's true. Wow. Um, yeah, I ju- it's more so like something personal. Usually you start by maybe killing their animal. Oh, right. Like, yeah, uh, then, what was that? What was and that then movie? not just to kill the animal, yeah. but to feed it to them. Like yeah. she stopped cause she was white. She didn't go full Latina. Oh, right. Like, so the Latinas yeah. go even nuttier. Right. So oh, like we wow. might, we might, you know, grab their cat. I don't like cats anyway, so I would definitely kill a cat. Yeah. Um, how would you and- kill it? Boil it? Like, uh, what was that thing, Fatal Instinct, that movie where she yeah, boiled she the rabbit? Yeah, she boils the rabbit. Is that what you're, you, would you boil it up? Or? I don't know. Maybe I would get a BB gun. Whatever is faster. You don't boil it till after when you oh. got to feed it to them. You want the joy of murdering it first yeah. and then boiling it. Yeah. I'd Kill bring, and I'd, then eat. I'd bring it to you to skin it because right. you seem like you have that skill. Yeah, you I, could do I'm a it. skin You're from person. Canada. Yeah, I've I've worked in the bush. I could, I could, <laughs> you I could. Have worked in the bush. I have. <laughs> Excuse you. Good night, Nelly Furtado and the Three Street Band. If that's even a thing. I love how you slurp that. That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> um. And and so and then you like Latinas. We don't just stop at the little thing. We we go further. Like we actually cook it. And make them eat it, and we'll serve it to them, and just watch it. That's so before the murder happens, right? And then after he eats it, that gives us a certain amount of joy, right? So wow. it holds us off for a little bit. But then yeah. we might do the same thing, and then add some poison. But we like to see him die slow. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a process. You want to enjoy it. Like if you do it too fast, then there. Are just you one, one of these day. people that like stays up late and watches the forensic files shows back to back with all the I murders? I used to be. I have them down. Like, I'm like, oh, there's hair fibers in the carpet. That's so amateur. You've learned all you need to learn. No, I wear a hairnet. I mean, you have to. Yeah. You just do that to learn, but they're amateurs. They got caught. They're on the show. Wow. 
if you could be a, like a serial killer, what would your name be? What would you know? We've had the the hillside strangler, the the Green River murderer. What would you give yourself a name? Um, maybe be no womb for assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm first on your list? No, you're wow. nice. Oh, thanks. I'm not going to die anytime soon. No, just don't treat me bad. Okay. Um, going back to sleeping, though, have, have you ever had a reoccurring dream? Like, do you have a do you have a dream where it's like you have it every few months? You've had it almost your whole life. Is there one specific dream that repeats? You know what dream I hate that happens to me all the time is I dream about a guy that I like, but it doesn't end up being that guy. What What do you mean? So weird, right? Like huh? initially, like say say it's a guy named Tom. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I like this guy and then we're ha- having a conversation and then the next moment in the dream, say we're walking to, into a house. It's not that person, but it feels like that person to me. Right. They constantly change into another person that I've never seen before, but I had to have seen that person because how could I dream them? them? Oh yeah. How could you dream them? How could you dream about somebody you've never seen? So I'm yeah. sure subconsciously, I saw that person or maybe right until I kill them. Maybe it's murder dream. (laughs) (laughs) You are Friday the 13th. That's so romantic. Have you ever, um, speaking of dying, have you ever had a near death experience or anything like that? Anything crazy where you've come close to the edge? Um, I did die once. You murdered crazy? yourself? No, on stage several times. Wait, what? But no, I actually, I, I died. Like officially was no heartbeat, no breathing, and was what? revived and brought back to life. How long were you dead? I, I don't know. So I, you're a zombie. I'm I, sitting here talking yes, to a zombie. Yes, that's why I need the makeup. A zombie with I'm... Kat Van D's. Yes. Midnight Summer Moon Splash. <laughs> if I splash. put a little rouge, you can't see that I'm blue underneath. Wow. No, I'm just dead inside. But listen, so yeah, I did Wait. I did die. For I, how long? I I don't know. Well, what'd they say? A couple minutes. Okay, so here's what happened. I was doing a I love road biking and I just I, I love Wait, cycling. motorcycles or, or no, bicycles? Like bicycles. Okay. Oh boy, that's like where good. you actually have to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so I was doing a, a contest in Mexico. It was like a fifty mile from, uh, is it Ensenada? No, it's uh, Rosarito to Ensenada. That's and a long ride. That's yeah. what we call a try-to-die contest. <laughs> yeah. Right? You won. Uh, we're like drug mules. We're just taking the wow. drugs from one town t- to another. Yeah. So I have a really nice road bike, and yeah. I was training. So I did this race with my ex-boyfriend, and we were still- Say that again. What boyfriend? Ex-boyfriend. See what happened? I'm the one that died. Isn't that weird? And so, so did he too? <laughs> well, we'll see. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, okay. So we're doing the bike race. Yeah. Um, and I was drinking a ton of water. Like a oh, tons of water. Broken water or regular? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I mean, it was Mexico. So broken water is everywhere. Probably I mean, broken. It's, that's probably yeah, why you probably died. Probably my bottle yeah. was, yes. Yeah. So... I was fine at the end of the um, finish line, but I wanted to make a good time. So I was racing really, like I gave it my all. Yeah. So at the finish line, I ate 
and I drank more water. And then we you were, ate some water too. Yes, I know. I don't oh, know. You were I, thirsty. It's icy. It was ice. You have to chew it. Ooh. So then I go back to the apartment that we're staying at in Rosarito, and I'm exhausted. He's outside having like a margarita on the deck. I'm taking a shower, and I start to feel really woozy. And then I got out of the shower, and I'm like, oh, man, I feel really hot. This is, I'm going to, and I grabbed onto the sink, and there was no, nothing to, like, hold on to. And I fell, and I hit the door with my head so hard that I broke the door. Like, my hair was actually caught in the door. It was this really thick wooden door. And um, my ex-boyfriend heard the loud bang and was like, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? And wasn't responding. I was completely oh, yeah. unconscious. Those skull thumps are always, that's like a distinct, Terrible. like. Yeah, it's, it's like, you can't. It's like a coconut not, falling out of a tree and like landing on the sidewalk. Yes, exactly. It's a real specific clunk. Yes. And so Ugh. he, and, and the thing was, I was propped up against the door and my hair was caught in the door. Oh no, so now he had, couldn't get in? He couldn't get in. You so were like a human wedge. I was literally, so he a had zombie to wedge. push the door open as hard and as it could. And banging your head. And I'm, yeah. And and like no pulling. I had a chunk of hair missing. From, oh, God. So then Can I, I, yes. Yeah. That would be, yeah, but it's gray. It's too okay. gray. Okay, well, let's not rub <laughs> we it can in. Maybe it. I'm going to start doing some killing. How about that? <laughs> One more little chest hair comment, and maybe <laughs> maybe the, uh, the green river goblin strangler is going to show up, all right? Let's, okay, keep going, All right, slappy. so he, um, he came in, and I mean, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, you were said, dead. How could yeah, you? I wasn't breathing. I wasn't moving. My, there was no pulse. And so immediately he starts, so it's in the bathroom. There's a window that was open. And so he starts screaming for help. And we're in Mexico and it's a resort. Well, yeah, help's con- just condo. a hobby word in Mexico. Yeah. 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 So he's help. screaming, help. but then he started giving me mouth to mouth and, and, chest compressions and brought me back to life he he knew how to he, do that was well, he I think trained he, in that or anything no just that I'm not that i knew of i mean it's just like re, have you ever done a cpr class i've done several of them and yeah. it's not as standard as you think there is a methodology right. to it there, there's right. a rhythm you're supposed to do there's a technique when you give mouth to mouth it's right. like Pinch the nose, tilt the neck back, back breathe in, have, turn yeah. your head, listen for a breath, turn right. back. It's very methodical. It's one, right. two, three, four. Well, yeah, I, I'm certified. Yeah. I took I had to take a few St. John ambulances courses because I, I ran a bush camp for many years. Yeah, you did. Hello, <laughs> Tiger Lily. Forget I don't even your know what story. That Let's get back to that hotel room. Um. So then, apparently, he brought me back to life, and he's still <sighs> screaming for help. They, it, somebody had called an ambulance. The ambulance comes. Oops. I see how dramatic I am. Yeah, it's okay. The ambulance comes, and um, the whole time, keep in mind, I'm naked, dead, and naked on the floor. And with a patch of hair missing from my head that's and, stuck in the door now. And you said you don't remember a lot. No, but I just know that I woke up and there were towels on me. And so the ambulance gets there and the, the door was locked. So they had to break through the kitchen window. There was and, a kitchen. Yeah. Where were you staying at the condo. hotel necrophilia? Yes. Shh, you weren't supposed to tell. Oh my gosh, Jeez, I can't tell you anything. It just gets weirder and weirder. <laughs> okay, so you're laying the so corpse. So I'm laying there. The, um, they had 
pushed him away because he was obviously really emotional. Yeah. And was he I crying? wouldn't, I wouldn't wake up. I don't know. I oh, hope yeah, you so. Were dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I wouldn't, even when I started to breathe, I wasn't, I was breathing very, very shallow and I wouldn't wake up. I wouldn't open my eyes. And so they do the smelling salts thing and, oh, wow. and they woke me up, but Why I thought be- I was being kidnapped. Oh, of course. Cause there's these, like four yeah. Mexican guys standing over me. Yeah, you and don't I, know who they I are. And all I remembered was that I was in a bike race. I didn't realize wow. I was back at the you condo. You didn't make the jump to, yeah. And, and I so had, you went from doing this to four guys lifting you out of a bathroom naked. Yeah. And you, Which you're missing a clump of hair. Which is usually how it happens in Mexico. That is sounds it, familiar, doesn't it? Is it really? It? Wow. Yeah. If you're having a good time, Remind that's usually... Remind me to book a vacation down there. <laughs> and it, and to this day, my memory sucks because um, I lost my short-term memory. So oh. when they... That was a byproduct of being dead for I couldn't even speak. two minutes? I couldn't speak. I, all I could do was like make sounds. And I was oh. trying to tell them like, uh, uh, I really thought I was being kidnapped. So I start screaming and... They're like, do you do you know where you are? And do you know who the president? I'm, but they're all in Spanish, and I, no, thank you God I understand. Was, uh, 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 yeah, I was uh, like, uh, 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 I was just uh, screaming, uh, no. Uh, That's the only th- word I could put together was no. Universal. And then I could see my ex like poking his head, and I'm like, is he involved in this? Did he do like? That's all I could think. But I wasn't wow. like I was. So couldn't put words together and everything. This is something that I want to actually work out on stage. I, I've never talked about it Ever. really publicly. Just a few of my friends know about it. But like it's, you know how comics that, well, I really admire comics that talk about personal, really personal yeah. tragedies yeah. and make them funny. Make them hilarious. Yeah. I, I so think we're I'm, doing that right here and now. I know. Well, you know, I mean, part of- I hope. My, my friend was like, how are you going to, you died, Lisa. Like, how are you going to make, you lost your speech. How is that funny? And I'm like, well, it's funny that it was my ex-boyfriend Well, that brought me back to life. On that note, though, because I'm, I'm always suspicious of this stuff. Not that I'm uh, implicating your ex-boyfriend. Oh. But you say you remember being in the shower. Yeah. Or wait, you said you last yeah, thing you remember was being out. on the bike. And then waking up. Right. Or do you remember specifically being in the shower? Not till later. So part of me goes... Because I didn't did, even know I was in the condo. Did the old XO come into the shower and try to off you before you could off him? Right, that's true. That's true. Knowing that you like to murder your boyfriends, did he kind of instinctually pick up on that and go, I better get her before she gets me? That is the best. And when you're washing your face with your <laughs> eyes closed, bonk, he exactly. thinks he's I got think you. it was him. It was him. But here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I had some brain damage because of the amount of time that I was out. And I'm like, wow. how long did he stand over me before he decided... Maybe I should give her mouth to mouth and bring it. Like she said, she wanted some space, right? So maybe let's just. Yeah. Maybe he was standing there counting the seconds over me. And I was like naked and dead. Well, this relationship, was it was it contentious? Was was there fighting going on? Was it harmonious? Were you lovey-dovey or was it kind well, of on the rocks or was it toxic? We, we dated for five years and great guy, but I broke up with him because I 
I really couldn't see marrying him. So this was towards the end of the yeah. relationship. Oh, yeah, but we were still here like, we go. We were already broken up. Oh, still here we his go. Friends is bad, right? Yeah, you better you call the authorities right. real quick. Is <laughs> the case so closed yet? Him. Is it closed? It's well, we could reopen it. Yeah, I think we better open that pound puppy and put Junior behind bars for the holidays. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, but this is what's interesting about these because you think of all the possibilities. Yeah. And again, I'm just joking about your ex. But but when you watch these shows like Forensic Files. Exactly. And you start to learn about more about human nature and greed and lust and jealousy and whatever else comes into the human psyche. You know, if that happened to me, I'd sort of be wondering, hmm, what the, f- I don't remember any of it. What what did happen and what yeah. was going on and how long did, but here's the good news. If it was him, he wouldn't have even attempted to revive you. He could have right. had the perfect alibi. Oh my God, this is great. She worked so hard. She overexerted herself. She got in the hot shower. It caused all this warm blood in her. She passed out, hit her head. She hit her head i just got to stand there for five minutes didn't have to lay a dna hand on her watch her die and i'm scoffree i can go get a new girlfriend you sound like you just plotted your next event well i'm plotting yours no i know this is going to be on anybody else because now i see it coming no this is i'm telling your story <laughs> i'm trying to help you figure it out but in a joking way in of course none way? of this really happened um your your yeah, death did happen the, yeah that happened and the the <sighs> memory loss and wow you know when i started speaking here's the crazy thing i started speaking in the hospital because mm. again i had no clothes on so i'm literally just kind of draped with towels they took me onto the stretcher and i'm still screaming naked yes and afraid yeah and, and, and I'm in Mexico, so I guess it's not that big a deal. They didn't care. So we're, we're getting to the um, hospital. They put me in this, it's the ER, but it's a, it's a room that's basically separated by curtains. Yeah. It's not even a real room. So people are just walking in front as I'm basically naked. Okay. Yeah. And you still like, I still had a semblance of like, I don't know, embarrassment, you know, even yeah, though like I just died. I didn't, very, it's called being I, vulnerable. I didn't yeah. know that I had died. Like I didn't, all I knew is that my mind wasn't working right. I couldn't speak. There was this kid, he was the ER doctor, one of the ER doctors. He looks like he was 17 years old. Probably was. Where were you yes. again? Uh, <laughs> at that time I was in Rosarito. Yeah, it was a 17-year-old doctor. Yes, of course yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, at so, a low rider at night and <laughs> exactly. did surgeries during the day. Yeah, I mean, he's been working since he was two. This is, is there Mexico. someone sick in here? What can I do? <laughs> yeah, what do you need? Braids? What uh-huh. do you need? Sombrero? Can I reach out and readjust a baby for somebody? <laughs> Get me to the womb. Is that your Latino? I guess. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, though. If we roll it back even further, your your case, if it did become a murder case, and I'm joking... <laughs> It would be thrown out of court because you've admitted that you had no memory. You lost your memory. And so it would be very hard yeah. to contest or, or accuse anyone because the, the defense would just say, oh, well, right. Your Honor, she said by her own words that she had no memory of any. She lost her memory. She couldn't yeah. even talk. So, yeah. Interesting. I think you did it. I didn't even realize that till just coming There's on the show. There's a lot more I have to say about it. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, my I mind bet. works in very, very hotel roomy ways. 
Um, but we got to go to the next level okay. of this story because everyone's going to want to know when you were dad, where did you go? What did you see? Did you have an ethereal experience? Yeah. Did you go to an out of body place? Were you floating above yourself, admiring your naked body because it was in such <laughs> great shape because you were a cyclist? No, I didn't. Where'd do... you go? Ben and Jerry's? What I, the hell did I you do? I wish that I had that story. So I, what di- I didn't experience any of that. So you're just I, on the floor, smelling I, urine I, in the tiles. I wish I would have seen a light or, oh. or people I knew that passed away. You should or have like stayed a, at the Motel 6. They leave I, the light on for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. That's the takeaway from this story. No, but uh, not, <laughs> nothing? I didn't. I wish, maybe I did and I forgot because my memory was oh, yeah. gone for like Do you remember if you two, at least, months. because I've, I'm a fainter. I'm one of these guys. Are where, you? Yeah, you I don't know like why. Them. Yeah. <laughs> when I lose blood, like if I go to give blood or I cut myself deeply and blood, sometimes even if I get teeth pulled, yeah, man, I go down. Like I've just passed out, hit walls, landed on the floor. And when I faint... I immediately, it's, it's instant, go into a deep dream state. Like the minute I'm, things black out, I'm in these dreams that are so powerful, my brain hurts when I wake up. You know, when you have a really intense dream. Mm-hmm. Do you have any recollection of, of going into a dream state at least? Or was it just nothing? Nothing. nothing. I, I, I didn't remember falling until months later. I did, it did come wow. back to me, um, what happened and how I felt. But I didn't, it didn't come for months, like me, almost three months. Let me ask you this. And I'm see, I'm I'm probing. I'm trying to. So now you've got. Yeah, my we're going to solve the case. We're going to solve it. In many of these bicycle marathons, okay, you have complete random people. Give me your water bottle. Okay, standing at the side of the road, going hey, hey, you know, and the yeah. the cyclists just blindly go by. It's womb water. Yeah, That's but is it. it possible that somebody? gave you a water that they put something in or some kind of drug or it would be kind of stupid because you're just going by but maybe someone who had murder on their mind i don't know maybe maybe because i was riding too fast or did you have your own personal water bottle on the bike yeah i had like three huge bottles of did water. anyone have access to said bottles <laughs> not that i know of but including the five-year-old boyfriend in the tumultuous relationship where you weren't really doing that well with staying in the same room in a foreign yeah. country water yes he was in his 40s but <laughs> he's a five-year-old boyfriend mm. we could cut that out <laughs> what <laughs> so um, so we'll leave in all the murder accusations, <laughs> but we'll cut that out. Yeah, yeah okay, we'll okay. edit out that. Um, I, you know what? Maybe, maybe it was foul play. What they ended up telling me happened is that mm. I basically drowned myself. Did you know that you can drink too much water? Yeah. Was... I didn't know that. And oh, I yeah. had absolutely no salt left in my body. That's why wow. I passed out. They're like, you can't survive with it. You have... No salt. Sounds and I go, like you needed to be assaulted. Yes, I did, and it and it and happened. You are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so there was there was a moron in I think <laughs> it was in Texas or some state where these these goofy radio DJs. Yeah, you know they always have bring these people in, 
And for some reason, they do all this very visual stuff, but it's yeah. radio. Like, I've done radio interviews. Let's bring in a stripper, and let's yeah. ever play with a sex toy. And I'm like, idiots, it's radio. Nobody yeah. can see. Why are, you, why are you doing this to this woman? You're right, humiliating. Right. The, I walked out of a radio interview once because they were, they were just, like, humiliating this woman and treating her like garbage. And But these guys at one of these radio stations, like, they, they had a contest to see who could drink the most water. Oh, boy. And some lady just kept drinking and drinking because yeah. everyone thinks, oh, it's just water. It's harmless. Right. She killed herself. She actually She killed- actually died. If you see? look on Google, you'll see... Type in woman dies from drinking water at radio contest. It was like, yeah, why? That's what I mean. So I had no, like an, I'm wow. kind of an athlete. I, I yeah. love working out and stuff like that. I love Good. cycling. Good. But I never knew that in a 50 mile race that I would overhydrate because I ate a lot of carbs that morning. I ate a big breakfast knowing that I'm going to need all this energy. Yeah. And I thought hydrating. And they're like, yes, of course you hydrate because you sweat so much, but you have to take salt pills yeah. during the bike ride. And i that's the one thing I didn't do. So the more water I drank, I'm thinking I'm hydrating my body. Oh. I actually made it so much worse to the point where yeah. I fainted. Yeah, it's just, it's all about moderation. Even, yeah. even when you're doing, uh, you know, athletic stuff, yeah. you've, you've got to... It's not like suddenly your body has extra room for more liquids or food or nutrients. You, yeah, your body was, can only contain so much. So I was literally just flushing out oh God. the nutrients that I needed. So that's what happened. They're like, you, you have what? so they hand they, me that water real quick. <laughs> you gonna put gonna, salt in there for no, me? No, I just don't want. You know, nobody's died <laughs> on my podcast so far, and uh, I just want to keep my record clean. And you just. You just uh, parch for a little while. Yeah, okay? I know. I know. And I, even now I drink a lot of water. And you know that this is crazy. You have to drink water that's not high in potassium because I just had a blood test. And literally today my doctor just called me and said, it's not as high as we thought. You're okay. Potassium. So I'm reading my water bottle label, the ones that have electrolytes. Yeah. Don't drink that much of those. I had no idea. So here I am pounding like the electrolyte 9.5, whatever waters, and it's yeah. full of potassium. Do you just want to tell the I crowd right die, now that guys, you're I have suicidal. this thing with water. Yeah. I have mm. this thing with water. Yeah. Here I am trying to like be cognizant of not being dehydrated and everything and i think water is good for you you know what i'm gonna do for you we're gonna i'm gonna take you (laughs) tomorrow i should booze it up no tomorrow night i'm gonna take you to avatar way of the water oh boy afterwards we're gonna go to a water park and then you can just end it with a smile on your face i'll do that okay there h2o sally (laughs) h2o sally i like that one better great band by the way great band yeah here i get it i'll just sip it what she said. <laughs> That's what she By the way, say. can I just, you know, I never said this at the beginning of the Harland Highway. We've known each other for, what, 20, 25 years maybe? Because you, you've worked as a producer yeah. on all of Byron Allen's TV shows, which yeah, I've somewhere. done over the years. What are they called? Yeah. Like, Leave Them Laughing and Giggle yeah. Me Tender. And yes, what are the names that's of exactly. What are the names of the ones? Giggle Me Tender was my favorite. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the one where you sat around on the Comics Unleashed? Oh, Comics Unleashed. You worked on that. Well, I was on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you did it as a performer, and then yeah. you worked as a producer on the other one where it's like, yeah. what's that a one? A writer on Funny You Should Ask. Funny You Should you Ask. you were yeah. on that show. I was on times. that, yeah. Yeah. 
You were you were so fun on that show. Yeah, I remember I did it with the late um oh god, god god Louis? god Louis Anderson. Yeah. I know. That was the last time I like I saw Louis. Yeah. You know, after that, but uh, that was the last time I saw uh, I, I got to work with Louis Anderson yeah. and he was sitting right in front of me and Yeah. We had a really good camaraderie and every time I got yeah. a good zinger in, he'd always like turn around and go, Oh, I like like he'd look yes. at me with that big grin and He was so He was kind. such a he was a nice guy. I'll Not never only funny but super kind. He was super kind. I'll never forget I was with Louie. This is a tough story to talk about, but but me and Rodney Dangerfield became quite close oh. towards the end of his life. And when he was dying, um, his wife, Joan, called me. You know, the family called me to go to the hospital. And I was literally with Rodney, oh. like holding his hand in the, oh. like the last eight hours of oh, him I being alive. Oh, yeah, I was right there with him. And it was so tough because he, he was in a really bad state and, you know, eight, just... And, and I remember I, I stayed strong and I tried yeah. to be funny and just be right. compassionate and all that stuff it was very hard. And then I remember I walked out and I went, okay, I, I made it through that. It was tough. Right. And, then, and then I remember I got downstairs and Louis Anderson was there. And, you know, Louis was such a big guy. Yeah. And Louis was, he was there too. He, we went in separately. So we had our alone time. Oh, but I yeah. remember Louis was like, how you doing? You okay? And, and I said, yeah, I'm okay. And then I just like burst into tears. And Louis like this yeah. big guy, and he just like hugged Hugs me, you, yeah. and I was like falling into a couch because he was yeah. he was so kind of big and soft. And I remember him just comforting me and and nourishing me, and he was he was so compassionate. Yeah. In that tough moment, but yeah, God, it's it's sad that Louis uh, gone. He was such a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many in the comedy community. Yeah, it's gone, and so is your boyfriend. <laughs> and I was almost gone, you know. You were gone, and yeah. I'm glad you're back. But anyways, I what I was saying, we've been friends for a really long time. Yeah. We see each other all over the place yeah. do, doing shows. Sometimes you're working as a producer. Sometimes you're writing. Sometimes you're a performer. And you're a great stand-up com comedian in your own right. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So yeah. tell the tell the gang a little bit about your 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 stand-up journey and and where you're working and where they can see you. Yes, I'm I'm working a lot. You can just go to lisaalvarado.com for dates. And I'm also in the midst of trying to package and sell my documentary did you oh yeah um, i saw so the trailer the, very um, emotional yeah it's it's i'm just starting a podcast called find the funny off of it it basically started with the documentary where um a, a friend of mine he basically was like a big fan of comedy would just come to my shows but he was in a wheelchair right and then um he i guess was terminal and um a huge comedy fan and we always just kept it on touch on social media. It wasn't like we were really close friends, but once yeah. he knew he had PLS, which is like a version of ALS and he had been struggling with it for a really long time. He was already in a wheelchair, but now he was becoming a quadriplegic oh my goodness. and losing his speech, oh. which is when you're getting near the end. And he, 
called wow. me and he was like, I really would love to do stand-up comedy. Can you help me? Wow. And it's I was like, like a bucket list thing? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I was like, wow. of course. So you helped him. Get, you actually helped yeah. him get right material yeah. with yeah. some of the other comedians and then you got yeah. him up on stage. It was fantastic. I saw the footage in, in, yeah. in, the, in the trailer for your documentary. Mm-hmm. It's very moving. Like he's... He's yeah. hugging his father at the end, like yeah. breaking down in tears because yeah. he did this thing and you helped him and you, you're sitting there holding his hand and nurturing him. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. I'm so, see, that's why we're glad you lived because see? you had more work to do. I you do. You had to move, move him and move everyone else and bring laughter <laughs> and light and joy into yeah, the world, right? I, I don't, it's, it was such a like rewarding experience. It changed my life about, and my perspective about a lot of things. I bet. How can it not? Yeah. I, I mean, even when you were there with Rodney, just the the gravity of how precious life is, and yeah, and watching a friend slip away, someone that you love, it changes you. It just it changes especially you. when you're in the room. And when you're in the room, because oh. you you realize you realize that person it's like a dimmer switch and it's going down 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 and there's nothing anyone i mean rodney was in the best facility in probably the world with the best doctors everyone wanted to save rodney dangerfield and when you realize it's just time to go and that's that's why you know i always say to people enjoy every moment of every day like don't let the stupid little things get you down let them go and, and as stupid as it sounds like, stop what you're doing. If you're walking down the sidewalk and you're feeling horrible, just stop and look at a cloud or look at a ladybug or look at a yeah. f- flower blowing in the... Like, yeah. don't let all this stuff, like, like take away from... All we really have is the present moment we're in, you know? Right. So, yeah. Exactly. And, and that's, that's why I want to talk about more of these situations that have happened in my life. Um and and turn it around and find the funny with find within funny. it because yeah. like life is just i mean there are obviously some hard and painful times in all yeah. of our of lives but if you think like if you just really kind of look at the what's going on around that central issue yeah a lot of times you can find so much humor in the other stuff yeah and sometimes i'll say this i've said this on the podcast before sometimes tragedy forces you to be funny like i i don't want to sound mean i hope i don't offend anybody but i can't remember a funeral i've been at where i haven't leaned over and cracked a joke to someone yeah and not out of disrespect for the deceased but just you need that levity. You, humans need it. It's a tension. coping me- mechanism. It, it it just it 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 re it, it's it's like throwing fuel into a fire of the right. soul. You you mm-hmm. need it. You need it, and it it's not vindictive or mean. But humans just have to thrive on comedy to help them through tough stuff. Yeah, and that's something I think people need to in this era of wokeness have to remember too. Like yeah. comedy is really important. Yes, and if you, if everyone keeps woking comedy into the cellar, and no one's allowed to really kind of have fun with tragedy or hard times or things, it's it's going to come back, and people are going to realize like we need it. It sounds counterintuitive, but we need it. So I have a question for you on oh that. Boy. No, because um, this is interesting, and I've been talking to friends about this. Oh, I love when you do that. Um, Yes. Do you think offense is a choice? No, I I go for a brick wall every day. 
Like I don't need a fence. No the wall's more soundproof. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so well, dumb. You asked, you asked <laughs> if a fence was a choice, and I'm saying go with brick every time. <laughs> That's so bad. That was a bad dad joke. That was okay. Well, maybe you're getting <laughs> another sip. <laughs> he slurps so good. Okay, is um, a, sorry, is a, a fence is a choice. Yeah, you know, when people go to the sh- uh, comedy show yeah. or whatever sort of artistic whatever, yeah. and they get offended. Do you think it's offense is a choice? I think sometimes you can be offended and caught off guard and it's a surprise. Right. But in this day and age, I think some people are hunting to be offended. Looking for it. I, right. did, I did a show la- uh, a few months ago where I made a joke that I've been doing for many years. You know, I use it here and there, and every now and then you bring a joke back, and it always gets left. No one's ever said a word, but in this woke era, some some lady came up to me after the show, found me, tapped me. I just want you to know that you ruined my night, and and my father was sick. And and, and I, I, being the compassionate person I was, I wanted to go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But I could tell. I could just tell by her body language, her demeanor, the overreaction. I went, this person came to the club tonight looking for a mark. If it wasn't my joke, it would have been someone else's. She came here looking to do that. And you've got people like us, we can pick up on it. And I just looked at her and I said, I don't know what to say. I've I've been doing that joke and and it's not about you. It's not about your father who was sick. you know, and I, d- yeah. I don't even think I apologize, which right. normally I do. Yeah. Because I could tell she was she was headhunting. Right. And and some other comics after I left, they told me she was doing the same thing to them, and so my instincts uh, were right. And yeah. and it's like just knock that stuff off, people. You know, yeah. use the comedy to help you heal and right. laugh at things, even if they're dark. You'd you'd be amazed. I think. I think subliminally, without you knowing it, it, it can be helpful. Now, if someone's really mean and vindictive, right. your brother died of leukemia, lose like that's yeah. that's cruel. Right. right. But you shouldn't you shouldn't go for cruel. You shouldn't never, go to never. hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. Intentionally, it's all right. it's all about it's all about the heart when you say something. It's, it's all about intent. your intention. That's right. Right. So even if you're saying something really nice, but you intend to like be sarcastic or hurt that person. It's still mean. That's yeah. still, even if you're saying nice words, it's still yeah. mean-spirited. So that's what, it's always you got to judge it by the intention. Well, that's when you come to a comedy club, right. you have to realize that everything in a comedy club, just like you go to a bakery, everything's wrapped in sugar. Yeah. You come to a comedy club, everything's wrapped in comedy. Right. So if someone's talking about leukemia or someone's talking about cancer or someone's talking about killing a dog... Yeah. It's all in jest. You you have yeah. to go in wearing that coat, knowing okay, no matter what they say, this is meant to be jovial, you right. know. And right. and it may not, it, it may touch a nerve, but they're right. not doing it maliciously to personally offend right. me. I always feel like people that get offended, they should um, kind of. I I like to when I get upset, mm-hmm. walk something backwards and murder and go, it. Yes. Oh, walk it backwards. Yes. Like oh, wow. ask myself, okay, because you have that initial sting of like, oh, I'm angry or I'm hurt or that yeah. makes me so upset. Then I go, okay, well, why? I ask myself like a therapy session, like, mm. okay, what was it that actually hurt me? Am I really mm. hurt because they're late or do I just not feel special to them? 
Or do oh. I feel like maybe it's my own thing about feeling like I don't matter? Like, or, or that somebody's not going to treat me right. Or I see this as a red flag because this person did that. So I walk it backwards and go, where was that seed planted in my life? Right. That this wow. can affect me so much. That's deep. I know. And, and, and but it helps me to yeah. go, oh, that was just this. Right, I right. turned it into that. Right. Maybe it was mixed with a little bit of that, but I, tur- I gave it 10 more points. Wow. So I think... Had I done that better in other relationships, I maybe I'd be married now. But, yeah. but like it, it. Um, it's hard to marry when you're a killer, though. Yeah. I mean, why put a guy through that? Just stay single and no, let the I man live. No, but I won't kill him if he's nice. <laughs> See, you got nothing to say. Men honey, can be jerks. Where, where's my flowers today, honey? <laughs> oh, I forgot them tonight, honey. Okay, it was nice knowing you. <gasps> where's the cat? <laughs> Turn on the stove, get whiskers. I know. You don't have any pets, do you? I did till you got them. <laughs> now, before we go, I want to yeah. do something. This has been a great conversation, by the way. And before yeah. we go, we do this thing on the Harland Highway called Words in a Wooden Shoe. Oh. This is an authentic Dutch clog from Holland. And okay. what you do, you don't look. You reach in, grab a word, and see if it evokes a memory or a story, a quick memory or story. Okay. Not and you can uh, randomly tell us. Uh, Who wrote the words? Did I you? did, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. trust it, I don't Well, think. let's not ruin the footwear <laughs> segment of the show. <laughs> okay, a one-night stand. Oh, okay. Here Dang we it. go. You had to do that, of course. I bet you they all say one night stand. Well, why don't we? We can change it to murder <laughs> if you want. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, okay. What does it evoke? I. It doesn't really because I. I'm not. I'm not really this girl. Have you had one in your life? I don't remember. Because you fell I'm in the shower. With. You fell in yeah, the shower. Yeah, and I hit my head really hard. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I have, actually. You will. Maybe. But we already know each other, so that's weird. Well, hang on. <laughs> no, so... <laughs> you see, the slurp is right at the perfect moment. You're good at that. Yeah. Um, that locks it in. It's okay. You can't force it if you I feel have... like a lot of male comedians can hook up with audience members, um, but I never have. Because when a woman crushes on stage, guys don't go, oh, I want to hook up with her. Do you wish they did? No. Oh, okay. Um, Do I wish they did? Do you wish you could come off stage and go, I'm having, I'll I'll take that one. I'm going to have a one night stand, wild sex in Cincinnati (laughs) at the Red Roof Inn. And then I go back home to LA. Gary, Indiana, that's even sexier. Yeah. when you I orgasm, like you can the... go, Oklahoma, where the thing? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try that. Um, I I guess I would like the option. I think yeah. when women crush on stage or we're seen as like a stronger personality, it's not, it's probably more intimidating or guys aren't attracted to it. Hmm. At least... I, I kind of feel that way. I, I don't, I rarely get any. C- can nice... I make a recommendation? Next time you crush on stage, because yeah. as you're closing out, go, ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Which one of you men wants to bang me tonight? I guarantee I you'll probably have get some the suitors. Drunkest... 
You get most to pick. Crazy. I bet most of the hands in the club go up in the air. Yeah, you know what? And it's they also... probably do the wave for you. <laughs> I'm okay. I guess that's my new closer. Yeah. Who yeah. wants to bang me tonight? Who also to a great band in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the name of my new porn. <laughs> that's. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We'll okay, leave so it this there. Is, this is a goal. We'll leave it. Guess, it's, yeah. it's not so much a story, but it's a future story. When if you this, come back, we'll readdress the one night stand, and maybe. you can tell us all about yeah. it and where he's buried and everything. <laughs> and what flavor I made his dog. And yes. Cat. And before we go, tell the folks where they can see you, your social media, all that stuff. Yes. Lisa Alvarado. Yes, you did it right. Good job. Yeah. Um, I am at Lisa Alvarado Comedian on Instagram, um, YouTube, TikTok. I hate Twitter, so I'm not really on there. But Lisa Alvarado Comedian on all of the social medias or just LisaAlvarado.com if you want to look up what cities I'm playing in and get tickets. Yeah. Oh, and the podcast. Subscribe to that. It comes out in January. That's yeah, a brand new podcast. Brand we're, the, new. we're the first to announce it, right? Yes, we are. Say the name Yay. of it again. Say the name of it. Find the funny. With and Lisa it's Alvarado. on with Lisa Alvarado, and it's on YouTube. It will be on YouTube in January. Yes, which yes, it's on YouTube. <laughs> I'm playing harp music in the background. Are you playing? You, you I'm like, why is you he making wear, that You didn't face? wear the headphones, so you missed out <laughs> on the harp music. Um, do you want to put them on real quick and hear it? Okay. And then when, I, when you say your name, I'll do it. Say your name with the rolling R and I'll give you the. Okay. I'm. Ready? I'm Lisa Alvarado. That one was off a bit. Say it into the camera okay. and then let it really drag out. Say it as sexy as you can. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> Ready? That was a pre. Into the camera. I'm Lisa Alvarado. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) we can't end on anything better than that. Thank you for being here, Lisa, on the Harland Highway Podcast. Thank you for being here. Go rinse out your worms. And until (laughs) next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Wow. That's fun. Do you want one more harp? Uh, yeah, please. Okay. Okay, wait. Let me drink some water before I die. Before, you <laughs> before die. I drown myself. Wait, I'll do it as you're drinking. That'll okay, be, ready? Okay, ready? Ready? Here we go. Oh, wait. I turned the volume down. Wait. Do it again. Ready? Okay. Go. You want to go get a drink? Yes. Of water? No. <laughs> Hey, it's comedian Adam Ray, and I'm inviting you to listen to my podcast about last night. Every Monday, I'm sitting down with some of the biggest names in the game. We've had on guests like Sandra Bullock, Melissa McCarthy, Bill Burr, Joel McHale, Jason Derulo, Adam Devine, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris, Tom Segura, Whitney Cummings, Scary Payton, Sean Kemp, Dana Carvey, The Head and the Heart, and more. So grab a burrito, put your kids in the garage, call up your stepdad, and enjoy the About Last Night podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.